0: The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Hey
1: everyone, Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Glad that you're with us tonight on KDIX AM radio and also on the internet, on their website, and also on Holy Ghost Radio Channel Two, and we are coming to you live, July seventeenth, twenty twenty-two, and I'm excited. Just came home from our church camp, whole week long. Up our our uh, churches here in North Dakota have a uh, we own a church ground, campground up north of Harvey, North Dakota. Beautiful Lake Buffalo Lake, and uh, tremendous tremendous time at our church camp. We had. Steve Waldron as our day speaker for our teaching. Uh, really, really a Bible theologian, but awful exciting. You know, you wouldn't think of him as exciting. You'd think of that as boring, but he's not at all, not even a little bit. Very, very exciting. And then we had, um, we also had um, Paul Connor there, and he was our evening speaker. And you talk about a great camp, great preaching. Uh, simple messages, strong messages, uh, just great to hear. Good, strong holiness preaching and preachers, and and just solid doctrine. Great services, great worship. Some um, miracles happened up there at the campground that were exciting. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm I, I really am. Good to be out with you tonight on the radio. We've got uh, people texting me, which you can do seven zero one two nine zero seven eight. 6-2, Brother Griffith texted me quite a while ago, said he'd be listening. He's on his way home from Oregon. He's He uh, centers out of Great Falls, Montana. We had one of the ministers from his church with us today, uh, Brother Gervais, preaching, and that was a nice surprise to have him with us, and uh, he did a great job. We uh, I have um, Brother Greg Johnson listening, Brother Johnson on standby listening. He said, well, he's not on standby anymore. You're with us now. Yvonne and Marin and Bowman, these are some of our regulars listening. We've got um, we've got the Hostetlers, Pastor Hostetler out on Beach says he's tuned in. I'm not sure who he's tuned in with, if it's just he and his wife, Sarah. Those are great people. We've got Jody, James, Malachi, Skylie, Evelie uh, listening in, and Harvey. And um, we've got uh, Sierra and Oren are listening. But Cassidy's sleeping and Abe is working, so good to have them. Sister Brett's listening tonight, and what a sweet lady she is. I tease her all the time. And I, I tease her a lot. She's just a really <laughs> sweet lady. She she uh, um this this man that preached for us today is six six, probably weighs three hundred pounds, and I told I told him before the service, I said, Sister Brett, I said, No, she's she's a lot of trouble, so be careful for her. And she's not at all, but Carl and Jeannie are listening tonight out in Michigan, I would imagine, and uh, fighting mosquitoes out there. We've got Tim listening in North Carolina. You can be part of the program, 701-290-7862. We had a good church service today, too. As I mentioned, um, you know, Brother Gervais preached, and we also um, had new visitors there, which is seems like a weekly occurrence, and we had... Um, people there that i hadn't seen for a long time What that encouraged me they were back we had uh um, a friend of mine named dave that i haven't seen for a long long time he was there he's from fargo a man that i met in our jail ministry i used to call him one-armed dave on the radio when he was listening so no it's just good to have you i'm just kind of taking some time and greeting here tonight i brought my guitar in the studio i've got a maybe a few songs i'm gonna sing i um I've got something I want to talk about that's kind of hot off the press, I suppose you could say. I just, sometimes I come into the radio station many times and I I just um, have thinking been thinking all day about what I've preached in our local church and I just bring it into the studio today. I didn't preach in our local church, but if I would have preached, I would have preached what I'm going to talk about on the radio tonight. Um, we have, um, and so it's, like I say, it's, I suppose you could say it's hot off the press. The uh, My wife was a saver, a savior, just a few minutes ago. I, brought my, I forgot my reading glasses, and so I texted her, or I called her, I said, could you bring my re- reading glasses? I would have had trouble. See, now my notes that I preach from in church, I don't need reading glasses, but if I have notes here in the studio, I make them a lot smaller. Well, here's where I want to start. Uh, we're going to talk about the word inheritance tonight, something that one of the, The Bible teacher at church camp mentioned, Steve Waldron, he mentioned uh, this scripture that I'm going to get to eventually in Ephesians chapter 1, but it just impacted me so much. And while he was speaking about that portion of it, because he was doing a Bible study on Ephesians, I just couldn't quit crying when he talked about what he talked about. But the word inheritance is found 239 times in the Bible, a lot of times in Numbers and and, uh, Deuteronomy, a lot of times there, of course, it would be because talking about the inheritance of the people of God in the promised land. But I'm going to start in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Heaven is... Is our inheritance? God is Himself is our inheritance. We we have these great promises. The Bible talks about uh, Numbers eighteen. The uh, the priesthood, the Levites, were told that they didn't get a portion in the promised land, physical. The Lord spoke unto Aaron in Numbers eighteen twenty, "Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land; neither shalt thou have any part among them. I am thy part." and thy inheritance among the children of Israel. And so, you know, this this life I know that you can um, you know, store things up for your inheritance and I'm or for give you know as an inheritance to give others and so on. And I you know, I'm not necessarily against that. Certainly I'm not against people trying to figure out in our society to take care of themselves financially in their old age and so on like that. But that is not our inheritance. Our inheritance is heaven. Our inheritance is God Himself. Second Peter one and four said, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. And so these are uh, these are great promises of God. These are our inheritance. And and tonight uh, believe it or not, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm not going to talk about this, and, and I mean I'm going to go back and forth to it. But we we have to be careful that we do not lose our inheritance, or jeopardize our inheritance from God. You know, Ephesians five five through seven says, "For this you know that no whoremonger." And people say, "What's that? What is that?" You know, I I can tell you what it is, but it's just the word itself, whoremonger, doesn't sound good, does it? nor unclean person nor covetous man who is an an idolater, hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. You see, we've got to be careful that we don't lose our inheritance, which is very, very possible, and this radio program is kind of going to be built around that in some ways because free will is a is a Bible principle. Free will, I believe that we can't take credit for our salvation. I believe God initiates the call, and I believe he does that to all men. But what we do with it afterwards is up to us. And we, we don't want to jeopardize our inheritance. We don't want to... Um, do something that we could lose our place with God you know a little song I learned a long time ago and I'll play it for you sing it for you but I think this is an old Dallas home song always liked it always liked it this coat I have around me is not the finest But it keeps me from the wind I look into my pockets and there's no silver But I've got some golden friends I now have a promise that one day Things are bound to change When I walk across that river to a home In a land where Jesus reigns The things we hold so precious now Suddenly will one day fade away When we look into the sky and hear the call On that resurrection day When the least shall have the most And those with the most shall find That they then have the least When he calls us to be seated at his table For that royal wedding feast I'm an heir to someone Who will give me everything I've been born in, in the bloodline of a king Some people up there think they've got a lot They're gonna look up someday, find their empty hands For the things they love the most are not the things my father has demanded. Some people up there think they've got a lot. They're going to look up someday and find their empty hand. For the things they love the most Are not the things My father has demanded And as his chosen children We're gonna look up and find We have a song to sing We've been Born in, in the bloodline of a king. And that's our inheritance from God. When we're born again of the water and the spirit, according to Acts chapter 2 and 38 and John chapter 3, 3 through 5, we are put into the bloodline of a king. You know, um, but that's not my topic tonight. <laughs> he said, boy, you spent a long time not on your topic. Hey, by the way, we've got uh, Lori H. listening in South Art. We've got uh, Elijah Willis tuning in tonight with his family. Um, I guess Carl told me that in Michigan, the mosquitoes are pretty big this year. He said, <laughs> I bet they are. We got a lot of rain around here. I don't know what Michigan's like, but we're going to have some mosquitoes this fall. I'll just about guarantee it. I'll take them with the rain, though. You know, um, I want to talk about tonight that He is our inheritance, but we are also His inheritance. Ephesians chapter one and verse seventeen: that the Lord, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of Him. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of your of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Now, this is something that Brother Waldron, Waldron the Bible teacher at our church camp, dwelt on and talked about, and I, it just impacted me. In fact, our people from our church, listen, I might preach this again at our church. and Is that all right? Is that all right with you? Maybe it'll be different a little bit. But the... Uh, You know, the New Living Translation says, His holy people who are His rich and glorious inheritance. Think about this. Now we, God is our inheritance. You know, when we follow Him and serve Him, we are going to inherit heaven. We're going to inherit that. He paid the price for us. Um, You know, um, we're going to go to heaven, but this is what I want to zero in on tonight. People with free will who choose to love Jesus, we are His inheritance. People who want to be His children. I wonder if Ella's listening to me out there tonight. Is Ella listening? You know, somebody should call Should call um, her parents, Miles and Sierra. Somebody call them quick. But, you know... Um, I don't know if she's listening or not tonight. Ella's an 11-year-old girl in her church. But she, well, I'll just hold off until somebody calls her. But I want, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God what was the joy that was set before jesus i mean what was it that while he was on the cross that he was thinking about this oh happy day that was coming for him later that seems really weird to think of how to what could possibly give god joy you know what what uh i mean this this is a So interesting that we can be God's inheritance. His holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Or as the King James says, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. I mean, this this concept that we are God's inheritance, people with free will who of their own free will, choose to love Jesus. We are His inheritance. People who want to be His children. It's all over the Bible. Look, look in the book of Psalms, Psalms 28, 9. Save thy name and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also and lift them up forever. Psalm thirty-three twelve, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Psalm 94, 14, For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Just think about this. That we are, heaven and God is our inheritance. But God's inheritance is the people with the free will that choose to love him that choose to love him. You know, um, I don't know if anybody called Ella's parents or not yet, but we, we've got Miranda listening tonight. How did that prison ministry go? We had our team that usually goes there couldn't go there, and so we sent uh Miranda and another lady from our church out there today, and they went to, to our prison ministry in New England. That is that is so exciting that we get to go down there. You know, um I was up at our church camp, and and I am friends with all the kids in our church. I am um, I'm I'm uh, very uh, I love the kids in our church. I think the kids in our our church love me. Um, I like I just I like kids anyway, and so um, and and we've got a lot of good parents in their church that I think really tell their kids, you know, hey. Draw the pastor a picture, or whatever you know I mean I think it's a it's a neat thing that will come back to bless all of us, I think, as these children grow older. but I was up at our church camp, and the way our church camp works we have um we have services all day long and there's free time and so on but from from um eight to eight thirty at our church camp every morning is prayer time some some people gather in the sanctuary there at our church camp and pray then 8:30 to 9 is our devotions and then we have breakfast after that well so the several mornings this week I went to the sanctuary at the church camp and I sat down on a pew and this little girl named Ella would just plop down next to me now she's 11 years old she's got all kinds of friends that she could sit with you know she's got um she's got I mean like I say there there is um just a just a really neat girl, and um, and she's just you know real really uh, like I say you know she's she doesn't need some old preacher guy to sit with, but she would sit with me, and in fact one morning when I was doing my prayer list in the sanctuary, right while I was praying for her family, she plopped down next to me and just sat there, and she would sit with me while I prayed. Now that made me feel good. Now I'll tell you why it made me feel good. Because she wanted to do that. Like her parents didn't tell her to do that. Hey, there's Pastor Simons. Go sit with him. He looks lonely. No one was making her do that. And several things like that happened at camp. Several things where people just showed me love and kindness and so on. Now, that makes you feel good. You know, why would this 11-year-old girl want to just sit by me during the prayer time at a camp meeting instead of her friends? But see, it was her choice. The people that go to heaven choose to go there. They, they choose to go there. They want to be in heaven. They want to be with the Lord. You see... That gives God pleasure. That's why they're going. You know this. This. Uh, uh, you know this. This topic that I'm talking about tonight is very somewhat emotional for me to think that I could be in a position that God would look at me as His inheritance. Does that Does that move anybody out there? I mean, that God would be excited about me coming to be with him in heaven because he knows that I want to be there, and I want to be with him. Not just be there because the food's good, but I want to know him. I want to see him. I want to be with him. See, this is exciting stuff that we could be, that we are, if we are the children of God by free will, We have obeyed what God said to do to be saved. And now he's excited about us. But you know, that's why it's so important that we walk with God and that we want to walk with God. You know, I would say the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, for the most part, is in the Old Testament they tried to walk with God because they were supposed to. But in the New Testament, we walk with God because we want to. In the Old Testament, I mean, there were always people pleading with God, like Moses in Deuteronomy 9.24. He, he was telling the people of God this. He said, you have, been a re- you have been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. That's what Moses said. You've been rebellious. Thus I fell down before the Lord forty days and forty nights as I fell down at the first, because the Lord said he would destroy you. Notice what Moses said here. I prayed therefore unto the Lord and said, O Lord God, destroy not thy people and thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed through thy greatness, greatness, which thou hast brought forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember thy servants, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Look not unto the stubbornness of this people, nor to their wickedness, nor to their sin, lest the land whence thou broughtest us out, say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he promised them. And because he hated them, he hath brought them out to slay them in the wilderness. And yet they are thy people and thine inheritance, which thou broughtest out by thy mighty power and by thy stretched out arm. You see what's going on here? Moses is interceding for the children of Israel and telling trying to convince God that they are your inheritance, God. These are your people. But see, the problem was they didn't want to. They did they didn't want to. The psalmist said it in Psalm one hundred six, verse thirty nine. And through 41, thus were they defiled with their own works and went a whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. And he gave them into the land of the heathen, and and they that hated them ruled over them. You see, To be part of God's inheritance. Now, I'm not talking about you inheriting God's kingdom. I'm talking about to be part of God's inheritance. You have to be willing. You have to serve God because you want to. Not because you're just afraid of going to hell. You've got to serve God because you want to be with Him. You love Him, which is the greatest commandment of all, to love the Lord thy God. He's looking for people that with a free will will love Him. That's why He gave mankind free will, so that we could choose to love Him. That's why um, there are things that just observing things. Some people, when when it's time to go to church, for instance, they sigh, like, oh, I suppose I better go. People will think I'm backslid if I don't. That's not the kind of attitude God's looking for. He's looking for the attitude where David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. That's why you can tell if somebody loves God or not, whether by whether they go to church or not. If you love God, you'll figure out a way to get there. Because in some countries, they have to walk for a long time, even more than an hour, to get to the house of God. That's their only mode. That's Even today, that's their mode of transportation. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. You see, God is looking for people with free will that will freely serve him. And God, let me ask you this. If you're a parent, if you are a parent, have been a parent, still a parent, of course, how would you feel if you've tried to be a good parent? Now, I know we're not perfect, and I can't compare parents to God. But how would you feel as a parent... If your children rejected you, they just rejected you. Like, we're not, we don't want you. We're not going to call you. We're not going to see you. We're not going to talk to you. If you call us, we will not answer. Will those children receive an inheritance? Are they your inheritance? You know, This concept of rejecting God is the reason there's a hell. And the reason there's a heaven is because God is looking for people that will love him with their own free will. And if I say that 20 more times tonight, I don't care, because I want you to understand, this is all about what you want to do. Somehow, some ways, I, I come on this radio and I feel like I'm trying to coerce people. Like I I'm trying to uh, coerce. I guess it doesn't have an H in it. Coerce people. Like I I'm, I'm like, oh please, 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 please serve God. It's for your own good. You know you you're you're going to destruction. Please, 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 please. That something seems messed up about that. Like, do we want to? Or would we rather do something else? This is where the program gets just a little bit tough. In fact, I better play a song to kind of calm down here. Text me tonight 701 290 7862. A bunch of people are texting me. Some I don't know who you are. That's all right. Um, but some of you I do. And I'm glad you're listening tonight. Pastor Bob, to tell it like it is for you. great cd the captain which somewhat hard to find but i can if you want that i you can't get that online Um, i wished he would just open it up to everybody put it on spotify or something that that music is some of the best um apostolic music out there he's only got one cd and there's like 10 songs they're just excellent and um, sister yvonne liked it too she texted me glad that i chose that song to play, Pastor Bob, the Tell Like It Is radio show, people are still texting me, which you can do, 701 290 701-290-7862, or you can email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com, and uh, just looking, did anybody email me tonight? Doesn't look like it, but we've got uh, plenty of people texting me. Sister Beth up in Grand Forks. Good to have her listening tonight. We're talking about that we, the people that choose to follow God with their own free will, choose to obey God's plan of salvation and want to be with them, are the ones that are going to be with him. We are his inheritance. Uh, We do not want to reject God's love towards us. You know, um, if somebody, you know, and I realize this is a terrible analogy in some ways, but if Elon Musk offered to make me his sole heir, now the guy's worth billions of dollars. Honestly, money doesn't mean a lot to me. I've, I've really done well in the construction business in my life, done well. Um, but I mean, in some ways, that cured me of materialism better, I think, than if I'd have been poor. So, I, I'm, you know, I don't really care about stuff like that, but let's just say that Elon Musk reached out to Pastor Bob Simons and said, I just don't like my relatives, and I've decided to leave you all my money. Now, it would be kind of cool because we could give that money to the work of God and reach our world with it, which is a lot of money. What if I just rejected him? What if I said, you know what? I don't care about you and your money. How would how would he feel? The Bible said in Isaiah fifty-three and three, talking about it's a it's a prophecy of Jesus, and it says he was despised and rejected of men. Rejected. You know, rejection. If you do something wrong and people reject you. I understand somewhat. But even then, how how long is that supposed to last? I mean, how long before people can forgive you? But if you do something right and people still reject you, how does that make you feel? How does it make God feel? Jesus said in Mark chapter 12 and verse 10 talking about himself he said have you not read the scripture the stone which the builders rejected is become the head of the corner they rejected it they were the religious leaders rejected Jesus they aren't going to heaven of course god has mercy you can you can turn that around nobody's going to heaven except the people that want to go there. Those will be God's inheritance. Just the way that this little girl, Ella, made me feel when she sat next to me while I was praying in the mornings up at the church camp, and not, I don't want to just tell our church Ella's my favorite little girl. She's not. I mean, I, I love all your kids. Don't Don't get jealous. But it made me feel special. When a a little girl named Liberty, people were running the aisles and she looked for me and she grabbed my hand to run the aisles with her, that made me feel special. This old grandpa, why would she do that? Why does she care? Because she wanted to. That's what love is. Loving God is not keeping commandments because you're afraid of God. And I believe in the fear of God. I really do. I hope this program brings the fear of God to some people. But God's looking for people that aren't just afraid of Him <coughs> or afraid of His displeasure, and we should be afraid of His displeasure. <coughs> God's looking for people that love Him, that want to go to church, that. You know, sometimes I wonder, like, why do people come to church and and try to sit on the back row when they go to a concert and try to sit on the front row? Like, there there are things that just kind of make me wonder sometimes. There's a guy that comes to our church that has 12 kids, and he sits up near the front every church service. Now, if you're going to use kids as an excuse to sit in the back, you better give him the memo that he's sitting in the wrong place. I don't know if people just want to get out quicker. I heard about a church uh, where the minister, it was one of the churches, it's not a Pentecostal church, but a church in Bismarck, where the, the minister, the priest, had to tell the people, would you please not set your car starters off during Mass? Because right as the countdown began to get out of the Mass, all these car starters were going off in the wintertime making their little noises, their little beep-beep noises. Get eat, ready, get set, you're dismissed. Pew! You see, the test of whether you are going to get to go to heaven or not, the test of whether you're going to be part of God's inheritance, is do you want this? Do you like this? Do you love this? You know, one of the hardest scriptures to understand in the Bible is Hebrews chapter 6, 4 through 6. And I'm not going to attempt to figure it all out tonight. But I do know this. When you look at the scripture, you cannot, I mean, you cannot take one scripture and build a whole doctrine out of it. Some people have tried to do that with this one. But Hebrews chapter 6, 4 through 6 says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted of the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Now there's a lot of scriptures about prodigal sons and and so on. You, You can't just take the scripture and say, well, I messed up and I'm going to hell. But I want you to notice, if you continue in your rejection of what Jesus did for you on the cross, there's no way you can be saved. There's no way you can make it right. You know, Burger King for years, the fast food chain Burger King, their motto, it's not their motto anymore, but their motto was, have it your way. Have it your way. You know, you don't want the onions, you don't want the pickles, have it your way. That's exactly the way heaven and hell is. You love God. You want God. You know, when you go to heaven, it's not going to be like, well, what if I change my mind later? No, this is what you want. This is what you love. You won't change your mind later. But isn't hell the same way? When people say, I just can't believe there'd be such a thing as hell. God's not going to make you go to a place where he's going to be around you. I mean, it's your choice. You know, He he's not going to make anybody go to heaven. <coughs> you know, we are his inheritance. We are children of God by choice. He is looking for the willing heart, Not for the one that has to be prodded and forced or coerced. Like, I want to be here. Like, like, um, during the COVID thing, which, you know, if you listen to the news, we're still in the COVID thing. Um, There were churches that shut down. We, We didn't shut down. I don't think we could have shut down. If I would have shut down, they'd have still come. If I'd have said, well, we're going to shut down the church, there's too many people in our church that have keys. They would have come anyway. Why? Because they wanted to be there. These churches that shut down during COVID, many of them haven't even opened up again. I'm not making that up. There's a lot of churches closed during this time. The people didn't want to be there anyway. They were just coming out of some kind of obligation. And now they had an excuse not to be there, and they quit coming. Boy, that's harsh. You know, like, uh, this program is this program's not about church attendance, but it's a great indicator of how you're doing spiritually. Like, you, you, you've got a sore leg, and it's, you're so sore that I can't come to church, but you go to Walmart and get your groceries. You know this this precious lady that's listening to me tonight, Sister Brett's. She's eighty seven, and she lives in Kildare, North Dakota, which is a long ways away from Dickinson. It's like thirty five miles, and she was t- she's a apostolic lady that lives in Kildare, and she doesn't drive. And one day she was talking to my wife, and my wife they were talking about coming to church, and and Sister Brett's was crying because she wanted to come to church. And my wife hung up the phone and said Sister Brett's is going to be coming to church. Why? Because she wants to be there. She 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 told me tonight to today at lunch she said I'll be listening to you on the radio. See, Sister Brett's is a breath of fresh air. She's a joy. <coughs> you don't have to make her do anything. You don't have to make her serve God. Well, I I just don't want to do what's right. No, she wants to do what's right because she loves God. Those are the people that are going to heaven. I mean, this, it doesn't get any simpler than this. Colossians one 10 through 10-12 says that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good works, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light this these two verses have the words being pleasing to god and that we that uh, we are going to inherit him here again i'm bouncing back and forth that we are god's inheritance and he's our inheritance like what, what how could we be pleasing to god by freely deciding we want to do this that's why this program is kind of dumb tonight. Because the people don't care about God. They're not listening to this. Unless it's by accident on the AM radio station, you just tuned in and, you know, the Lord won't let you shut it off. There's a precious scripture in the book of Zephaniah. I mean, this is just a precious scripture. And, and when I think about the scripture, it just makes me happy. <coughs> it says... Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. When God sees a people that by their own choice, they want to serve him, love him, even if it costs them everything, it makes God start singing. Like, can you just see God taking a look at some person that loves him by choice, and he just starts whistling? He just starts humming out of tune? And then he just starts singing. The same way that Ella made me feel when she sat with me in that prayer meeting is the way that we can make God feel because we serve him willingly. Wow. Running out of time which is always what I do. Let's see, how does this song go? There's a a verse in Psalm 149 that makes me think. It says says this, the the Lord, there's two things. Verse 2 of Psalm 149 says, be joyful in their king. Talks about praising his name in the dance. Sister Sierra uh, Matherin in our church today ran the aisles and she came up to me. She said, disappointed, Pastor, you didn't run the aisles with me. And I told her, keep doing it. I'll do it. You know, running the aisles in a Pentecostal church or dancing in a Pentecostal church is, is not, should not be there to show off. It's there because we're excited to be there. <laughs> and then the, finally in verse 4, Psalm 149 and 4. Anybody listening from KDIX tonight, the, the management? Can I go a few minutes late? The Bible says, For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 149, 1-4. through 4. Sing unto the Lord a new song And his praise in the congregation of saints let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king, and let them praise his name. Let them praise his name. Let them praise his name. Praise his name. praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises. Let them sing praises, let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. You know, uh, this radio show is all about getting you connected with a pentecostal church near you uh in this part of north dakota we have of course in dickinson the new life pentecostal church right on interstate 94 uh, beautiful building just got the parking lot redone actually looks really nice well um, our next service will be wednesday night at 7 30 we have a men's bible study at the church at 6 a.m friday mornings on sundays we have a, a, a adult bible class at 10 a new converts class at 10 Children's Church at 10, so wherever you want to fit into that. At 11 o'clock, our worship service on Sundays. Then uh, in Beach, North Dakota, on Tuesday nights at 7.30, we have uh, church service there. in our brand-new building in Beach, which is right on Highway 16. They're right on the main drag, I guess I could say, or the main highway through Beach. And then on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, they have Sunday School at 10, worship at 11. Bowman, North Dakota, we on 18 North Main, we have church there at 7:30 Wednesday nights and and on Sunday mornings at 10:30 so and then we have churches in Beulah, Newtown, Mandan, um Bismarck, uh, Williston all over the southwest and western north Dakota area God is our inheritance we are his inheritance there, here's a here's a song that it's a, a Lance Appleton if you're a listener You'll know that that um I like Lance Appleton's music. He was an apostolic singer. When I first got into the church, somebody gave me some of his CDs and albums and so on. And um Brother Jones just piped in. Good to have Brother Jones. There's a good friend of mine. Praise for me, praise for my family. Appreciate that. Um the uh, anyway, Lance Appleton wrote a lot of good songs, and I play some on the studio. This is a song he wrote. That never made it on a CD. And probably the best song he ever wrote. And you can find it in obscure places on online. And it's just called Making Music for My Lord. If some apostolic good singer out there, maybe someday I'll get permission from his family, maybe I'll put it on a CD. Because I love, or my grandson Abel put it on a CD. He, he sings this song. But listen to the words of this song. When the moon and stars... Fall from the sky when the sun turns dark and cold. I will just be opening up my eyes in a city of pure gold when the final end. Of time and space Eternally unfolds I'll be gazing On my Savior's face In the refuge Of my soul In the refuge of my soul Jesus said he was going away to prepare us a place. And I know you might think I'm a fool, but I believe it anyway. I believe it anyway. And when all my songs run out of words, when my hands can't feel these chords, I'll be somewhere in some universe making music for my Lord. Making music for my Lord Jesus said he was going away To prepare us a place and I know you might think I'm a fool But I believe it Anyway, I believe it anyway. And when all my songs run out of words, when my hands can't feel these chords, I'll be somewhere in some universe. Making music for my Lord, music for my Lord. So thankful that we have an inheritance from God to look forward to, and I'm thankful that we are His inheritance. And I wanted to leave you with that tonight. I want to encourage you with that tonight, that we are God's inheritance. Lord Jesus, thank you, God, for your word tonight that we could possibly bring you pleasure. Seems hard to believe. But God, your word says that we can and that you are pleased with us willingly wanting to serve you and do what you want us to do. And Lord, we know it's those people that will inherit your inheritance. And you will be our inheritance and we will be your inheritance. Lord, I, I pray that somebody listening tonight can see that promise. And they'll start serving you out of willingness instead of out of some type of some kind some type of devotion or some type of having to. Lord, help us to realize that we that you sing over those that willingly we just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. Uh, I might preach Everybody this in our church, too, so if you're listening the from the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson. Really uh, don't get mad if I do, but I feel strong about this. God bless, bless Lord willing, next Sunday at 8.06 Mountain Time. Me. We'll be back for another Tell well, no, It Like It Is show. Thank you me. for all the texting. you one
2: thing. Save me from those things that might distract me. Please take Him away, purify my heart I don't want to lose the eternal for the things that are passing Cause what will I have when the world is gone If it isn't for the love that goes on And on You're my one thing, you're my one thing And the pure in heart shall see God But you, Jesus. I oh, I better get a hope. To find down here on earth. Mm. Like across the most distant reaches oh, of a world, but I just be wasting my time because I'm certain already. I'm sure i find you my one thing. You're my one thing. And the pure in heart shall see God the way And you get to live With the choices you make Oh Lord please give me the strength to watch And work up love and sing and break As who have I in heaven But you Jesus And oh, what better can I hope to find Down here on earth oh, I could cross The most distant reaches Out oh, there's a world But i just be wasting my time Cause I'm certain already oh, Should I find you my one thing